0: Ross Tucker football podcast it never is it is a monster Monday presented of course by DraftKings I'm Ross Tucker former NFL offensive lineman five teams seven years bunch of podcasts programming note college draft podcast will be tomorrow and you are going to hear a new voice today it'll be the voice of Jack Connell who will be filling in for Brian on days like today when Brian is flying back this morning from Seattle to, I think, New Orleans. So Jack, who's been doing a lot of work behind the scenes for us, I'll introduce you to him properly. Um, Probably he'll even be a guest on the show once. You guys can really get to know him, maybe even on Wednesday, but soon enough. But today... He's just the new voice you're not familiar with that I wanted to get you familiar with. He's a senior at Penn State. He's an absolute rock star. He's from outside of Philly. He'll be the one producing today's show. It's a new week, which means we will have a new Spread the Word winner via social media at Ross Tucker NFL. And to be honest with you, I haven't even decided how I'm going to announce this week's winner. I don't know if it's Instagram or TikTok or Facebook or Twitter. I'll figure it out. You guys know the deal with sponsor confirmation email winners. Loving those of you that are taking advantage of the Game Time app or emailing me pictures of you drinking Labat Blue or Symbol or ExpressVPN or Masterworks or Simply Safe, Last Battle Wine, Last Bottle Wine. We've got so many awesome, awesome, awesome sponsors this week. And then the YouTube shout out youtube.com slash Ross Tucker, NFL. Just go ahead, subscribe, comment, and get a shout-out from me. A cameo-style video. Not just a shout-out, a cameo-style video. Today's patron of the day, patreon.com slash RT Media, is Nick Steyer. Congratulations, Nick. Uh, You are part of the family, the private Tuckheads Slack channel that I love being a part of every single day. It's Big Show time. The Big Show.
1: All right, Ross, before we get into each of these games, what is your overall themes from Week 8 in the NFL?
0: So a couple, um, one of which, by the way, is that the trade deadline is tomorrow. Oh, I should have said this earlier. Happy Halloween. Gosh, I could do the whole show on Halloween. I am so fired up for tonight to be able to be with my daughters As they trick-or-treat, these are the things that matter in life. They really do. Like, these are the things that you remember. They're so excited to go trick-or-treating. And I had no idea, by the way. I don't know if my parents did this, but I didn't know trick-or-treating in Halloween was such a fun adult night. I may or may not have several daddy sodas, adult beverages with me in a little Yeti as we carry my wagon around, drag my wagon around. The shagging wagon tonight will be amazing. Notice how I just... This is Jack's first day, and I just took his theme from NFL Sunday and converted it to me talking about how excited I am to drink as I trick-or-treat with my kids Halloween. So fun, dude. So fun. I I love the dad life. I love the community life. I love walking around... I love walking around and you see another guy with a red solo cup and you're just like, yeah. yeah. What's up, bro? Yeah. You know, and I know, and I know that you know. We're having an awesome time during Halloween because it's amazing. So that is not a football theme. But I did want to talk about Halloween a little bit, which I think is interesting. So as far as the themes from the games, trade deadlines tomorrow. Oh, that's how I got th- talking about it. trade deadlines tomorrow which will be interesting because there are certain teams that clearly aren't going anywhere this year and there are certain teams that definitely are and then there's kind of in between teams which which really makes it interesting so we'll have a lot more to talk about the trade deadline tomorrow during a power rankings Tuesday obviously Wednesday that will probably be the 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 major topic of conversation especially if there are a bunch of moves that are made, so that's theme number one. The other two themes, I guess, I have would be there weren't really that many close games. It wasn't that exciting of a day, right? I mean, I don't know. You look at the scores; there just wasn't that many in the early window. Uh, obviously, I thought it was the the Carolina Atlanta game was awesome, but think about it. I mean, the early games, Saints destroyed the Raiders. Cowboys murdered the Bears. Patriots-Jets didn't really feel that close. Eagles handled the Steelers. Now, Dolphins-Lions was entertaining. Vikings-Cardinals was pretty entertaining. The London game was all right. Uh, Falcons-Panthers was obviously the most interesting game, even the late games. You know, the Seahawks kind of took care of the Giants. Niners hammered the Rams. Texans got a garbage touchdown, which, by the way, was nice for my two-team teaser on the Even Money podcast in- involving the Houston Texans late. But that's about it there. And then the, um, the Commanders, which is a game we'll get into, that was actually an entertaining game. But that's one of my themes. I guess I have three themes. Halloween's awesome. Being a dad's awesome. And enjoying moments out and about in the community with your neighbors is awesome. Number one. Number two, the um, number two, there weren't that many close games. It just wasn't it wasn't that great of a day. Number three, it feels like there's a pretty big chasm between the haves and the have nots. You know, like the haves are like the Eagles, the Vikings, the Buffalo Bills. You know, that there it just seems like they're a decent amount better than a lot of these other teams. The Cowboys are a have, and then there's a bunch of have-nots that the Jags can't find a way to win. Um, You know, the Raiders, that was thoroughly disappointing. The Lions can't find a way to win. The Texans, I actually watched that game this morning against Tennessee because I'm doing Texans- Uh, Eagles Thursday night for Westwood one brutal absolutely brutal when you think about just that game and how bad the Texans are I mean they couldn't stop Derrick Henry at all not at all you know what else is brutal not knowing for sure that you're getting the best tickets the best prices on any ticket which is why if you're one of my peeps, and you're thinking about going to the World Series tonight, you can still get in tonight. First World Series game in Philadelphia in what like 13 years? $633 on the game time app. Which I now now that I'm now that they're sponsoring the show, I see this app everywhere now. It's the fastest growing ticketing app. It guarantees the lowest price on tickets to all your favorite sports, concerts, shows. Checkout takes less than 30 seconds. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Redeem code Ross for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's Ross for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Download Game Time. Last minute tickets, lowest price. Guaranteed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it?
1: All right, Ross, we'll start off with Latavius Murray recording a last-minute touchdown to secure a 21-17 Denver Broncos victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars in London.
0: So, weird game, right? Really weird game because the Broncos started out horrible. I mean, I remember watching the game thinking that they might not let this guy get on the plane back home and this guy being Nathaniel Hackett. It was a tough, tough watch early. He had a three and out that should have been picked. Then he had a pick. Then he had a three and out. And I thought, oh my gosh, that this is as bad as we thought it could be. After that, three awesome long touchdown drives. One in each quarter. So we had one in the second quarter, one in the third quarter, one in the fourth quarter, Long, man, 75 yards, 98 yards, 80 yards. He threw a nice ball, he being Russell Wilson, down the sideline to K.J. Hamler. You know, Melvin Gordon, Latavius Murray did a good job, you know, balancing the running attack. They got a couple of nice interceptions from Justin Simmons and K1 Williams. It was good. Meanwhile, for the Jags, the other thing I would say about the Broncos, Dulcich. Dulcich is nice. Their tight end, their rookie tight end, they need him to be good. And it appears he is good, which is huge for Russell Wilson and this offense. For the uh for the Jags, the best thing coming out of the game for them is Travis Etienne. I mean, he he had 156 yards and looked really good. I mean, That's a pretty good defense in Denver. So I think that's the big positive. Trevor Lawrence, I'm not sure, Jack. I mean, he's still, uh, I don't know. I'm not sold on Trevor Lawrence at this point. I, I was feeling better about him earlier in the season. Huge win for the Broncos to just stay alive and keep Nathaniel Hackett's going for a little bit longer. And I'm surprised by the Jags. I thought they'd be playing better than this.
1: The Atlanta Falcons hold off the Carolina Panthers in overtime, 37-34, to secure first place in the NFC South.
0: What an awesome football game. What a wild football game. This, by the way, look, I don't think the Panthers are going to hire Steve Wilkes as the full-time guy anyway, but if they wanted to, they got to win games like this. You know, P.J. Walker played well. P.J. Walker's good. Meanwhile, Deontay Foreman looks like an absolute beast out there. Like, I thought Carolina was the better team. I think it speaks to Arthur Smith and his coaching. Because I thought Carolina was the better team in this game. And I know DJ Moore had a drop. But that unbelievable bomb touchdown, that was wild. And then takes his helmet off, gets a penalty. And the kicker Pinheiro misses the extra point then. I mean, they had the game won. It was over. DJ, you can't do that. He knows it, but you can't do that. What's amazing is he's been in the NFL for a while. He played college football. Like, you're not allowed to do that. You're not, he knows that. He's never done it before, to my knowledge. I watched him play in high school. Against my high school, Wyoming, Pennsylvania. They lost, by the way. Took the L. Sorry, DJ. Um, But you just can't do that. You cannot do that if you are uh, DJ Moore. Absolutely brutal. I don't really know how the Falcons won the game, to be honest with you. I mean, Mariota was okay. He had the overtime interception. He had an interception earlier in the game. Um, I don't know. I mean, I really don't know how the Falcons won this game. Credit to them for gutting it out. The pick six by Lorenzo Carter was obviously huge. But I thought Carolina was the better team. And they more or less blew the game, which is not good. At least it was an entertaining game. A lot of touchdowns. And speaking of entertainment, Sling is the most valuable option when it comes to finding your favorite channels with the best deal for sports, news, and entertainment. Best live TV content all in one place at the lowest price. Watch every touchdown live every Sunday afternoon with NFL Red Zone on Sling. For a limited time, get Sling Blue and add on Sports Extra with NFL Red Zone for half off your first month. Regular price, $46. Now only 23 That's right. You get the best deal on Red Zone. So you can catch all the touchdowns like DJ Moore did. At the lowest price was Sling TV. Visit sling.com slash DraftKings to sign up today.
1: The Dallas Cowboys had a statement win over the Chicago Bears 49 to 29.
0: Yeah, they really did, didn't they? Uh the the two things that jumped out to me about this game, Dak and Tony Pollard. Dak is back. Dak looked awesome in this game, pretty much in every way. Tony Pollard, look, how many t- how many years about have I been saying it on this show? At least two, probably three now that he's more effective than Zeke. He should get the ball more than Zeke. And I think that they're finally kind of realizing that. They're they're a better team when Zeke doesn't play. They're a better team when Zeke is hurt and they just give the ball to Pollard. That's my takeaway from this game. Prescott was awesome. I was very disappointed in the Bears' defense. The Bears' defense gave them no chance to win the game. The Bears actually were pretty good on offense. Justin Fields, I thought, picked up where he left off on Monday against the Patriots. You know, the Bears actually moved the ball pretty well. They had 240 yards rushing. Um, And how about Micah with that touchdown? Justin Fields jumps over him rather than tapping him down. And that took away any chance the Bears had to come back in the game.
1: Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell combined for 294 yards receiving, commanding the Miami Dolphins to a 31-27 victory over the Detroit Lions.
0: I mean, I don't even know what to say to people I know, buddies of mine like Chuck from college or KJ who does our websites. I really don't know what to say to them about the Lions anymore. They're up by 10. Goff and the crew were lights out in the first half. It's 27-17. And then the second half, they do nothing. They don't score at all. And they let Tua and the Dolphins go up and down the field. Tua was awesome. And Mike McDaniel deserves a lot of credit, man. He knows how to get the ball to Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. 20 catches, 294 yards, two touchdowns for those guys. The Lions' defense, the Lions can't ever get their defense and offense to both play well at the same time. They can't do it. Two weeks in a row, the defense played well, offense didn't. This week, offense plays well, defense doesn't. And I don't know. I mean, if this continues, I don't think Dan Campbell will be back, which is really, uh, really a shame. And I guess some kudos should go to the Dolphins' defense for at least changing things up. At halftime, they must have done something right to not allow any points in the second half like that.
1: The Minnesota Vikings win their fifth straight, defeating the Arizona Cardinals 34-26.
0: The Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings, it's funny because Joe Dolan says this on the Fantasy Feast podcast. He said, the Vikings are an awesome fantasy team because you know exactly who their guys are, right? Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson... To a lesser extent, Adam Thielen. And those guys all came through. Dalvin Cook had 111 yards and a touchdown. Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen both had nice days. I think the cool thing for the Vikings in this game is that Zadarius Smith was awesome. Patrick Peterson made plays. Cousins, I saw where Cousins went over 18 miles an hour on his rushing touchdown. He had a very... Solid day, 2436, 232. The only really positive takeaway for the Cardinals is that they stayed in it. And part of that is because Greg Joseph missed an extra point that would have made it a two-score game. But also really that DeAndre Hopkins is a beast. They are a different and a better team with DeAndre Hopkins. There, there's no doubt. They absolutely are.
1: The Las Vegas Raiders get shut out for the first time since 2014 in a 24-0 loss to the New Orleans Saints.
0: That's a wild stat, Jack. And that's also wild that you think about the fact that you have Josh McDaniels there, who's supposed to be an offensive mastermind. Derek Carr, you've got Renfro, Devontae Adams. I know Waller was out. But you've got all these guys. And you're going against a Saints defense that had been getting torched. And yet, you come up with nothing. Absolutely nothing. Really, really bad look for McDaniels and the Raiders. And it kind of like any hope they had in getting back in this thing in the AFC West just kind of evaporated with this performance. It It was that bad. Kudos to the Saints defense. Peyton Turner and Davenport. A couple of young D linemen played really well. Pete Werner, their second-year linebacker, is awesome. I noticed that in the Thursday night game against the Cardinals. He is awesome, uh, as was Kamara. There's a lot of talk about Kamara maybe getting traded. I mean, if if, if the Saints trade Kamara, then they are necessarily giving up on the season because he was their offense yesterday. He was amazing. I mean, he was... Both of his touchdowns were incredible. He's just a fantastic football player.
1: Zach Wilson struggles starring three interceptions in a 22-10 loss to the New England Patriots.
0: Listen, Greg Cosell has been saying on this show for a while, and he said it last Thursday, that Zach Wilson has a long way to go. I, I don't. I don't know if he's going to get there. It's not getting better. It's getting worse. It is rough. Rough. He didn't really give them a chance to win the game. And it's a shame because the rest of the Jets deserved a chance to win the game. They sacked Mac Jones six times. They were kind of everywhere on defense. Um, They couldn't run the ball quite as well without Brees Hall. But even the Jets lost the special teams battle. Marcus Jones had that big punt return. Folk was a field goal machine. And I thought Mac Jones played fine. I don't think he played great, but he played fine. You know, that he played as well as he had to with Zach Wilson playing so poorly. Um, Patriots, by the way, Tom Brady's former team. And on Monday, that's today, Let's Go, a serious XM podcast. With Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald, and Emmy Award winning journalist Jim Gray. You can hear championship perspective on the trending topics on and off the field. Wow. Today's episode should be wild with Brady talking about, you know, Jim Gray's gonna ask him about his divorce being finalized. And Brady's gonna answer it. I mean, that that will be the first place you hear Brady answer it. So it's Brady, Larry Fitzgerald's on the show as well they got all kinds of guests, Oprah, Snoop Dogg, et cetera. Listen to Let's Go with Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald, and Jim Gray every Monday night through the 2022-2023 football season on Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts. The
1: Philadelphia Eagles matched their best start in franchise history, moving to 7-0 with a 35-13 victory over the Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: And, uh, Jack, I almost never do this. I was there. So I did the FAU-UAB game Saturday night. So I flew back first flight from Fort Lauderdale to Philly, landed, raced over Lincoln Financial Field, to do my first hour on the pregame show, 10 to 11. So home games, I just do the first hour. Away games, I do all three hours. So after I did that first hour, I had like two hours to tailgate. So I went to uh, Scotty Rosnov's tailgate, met up with my boy, Luke, met my other boy, Iqbal, who I never actually met before from Orristown Bank. Iqbal in the house. Love that guy and then mark was the chef he made the most amazing carrizo like sandwiches my wife jack was never more happy than when i asked mark because she wouldn't have gone over and asked somebody she doesn't know for a sandwich right like that's not that's not her style jack i think you know me well enough (laughs) no hesitation and i gave it to her she She was so happy. It wasn't even funny. Shout out to all those people. Tailgating was amazing. Shout out to Pizza Boy Brewing. I usually shout them out at the end, but I had a uh, front side, lip side right when I got there. That's a 10% hammer that that gets you to engage pretty quickly in the uh, tailgating festivities. So unbelievable. And then the Eagles just came out and obviously dominated the Steelers all over the field. By the way, I do think Kenny Pickett, to Joe Dolan's question last week on the Fantasy Feast podcast, I do think Kenny Pickett's better than Zach Wilson. Kenny Pickett's pretty good. Najee Harris is not. Jalen Warren's better. What really surprised me is how well the Eagles moved the ball. Jalen Hurts had a fantastic game. A.J. Brown had three touchdowns in the first half. Had another big play in the second half. Shane Steichen... The OC for the Eagles was in his bag with great play calling. They leaned on the run with Miles Sanders last week. Man, very, very impressive outing. They sacked Kenny Pickett a bunch on third down. Really impressive game by the Birds.
1: Malik Willis wins his first NFL start against the Houston Texans, 17 10.
0: It really wasn't Malik Willis. I mean, he had a terrible interception. I think he attempted one pass. In the second half, and threw it out of bounds. They just ran over the Texans with Derrick Henry. Fourth straight 200 yard rushing game for the Texans against, uh, for the for Derrick Henry against the Texans. How is that possible? That is so embarrassing. If you are a Texans fan, organization, a defender, that is embarrassing that you've let that man have over 200 yards rushing four straight times. The offense for the Texans isn't even isn't any better. I mean, Damian Pierce is pretty good. Their passing game is like the receivers aren't open. Mills doesn't have time. Mills isn't that good. Rough. Rough.
1: Taylor Heineke brings the Washington Commanders back to five hundred with a 17-16 win against the Indianapolis Colts.
0: What a terrible loss for the Colts. Now, kudos to the Commanders. It's a nice win they deserve it. It was really Terry McLaurin, which is so cool, Jack. I don't know if you know this, but Terry McLaurin's from Indianapolis. So so cool for him to ball out like that and play amazing um cuz it was really really impressive. 113 yards, 6 catches including the 33-yard catch to the goal line with 26 seconds left. That ended up being the giving the uh, Commanders the win. Don't look now, but the Commanders are clearly the worst team in the NFC East, and they're four and four. For the Colts, you know, Sam Ellinger did some positive things, but had a critical fumble. Jonathan Taylor fumbled again when they were in scoring position. the, the Commanders couldn't do anything for most of the game. Until the end, when Heineke did his Heineke stuff and ended up getting them the victory, Um, I don't know. I don't know that Ellinger was really that much better than what they had been getting from Matt Ryan, although he does run the ball decently, which I think one of the things they were looking for.
1: Christian McCaffrey records the Triple Crown with a passing, rushing, or receiving touchdown in the 49ers' blowout victory over the LA Rams 31-17.
0: What did I say last week? I said everybody that I talked to, I said Kyle Shanahan is going to figure out some more unique and good ways to utilize Christian McCaffrey. That's exactly what he did. I mean, not only was the touchdown pass sweet, but his touchdown catch in the end zone, like he could be he could be a starting slot receiver in the NFL. 18 Carries for 94 yards, eight catches, 55 yards. I mean, they 26 touches, not including the passing touchdown. The Rams offense, conversely, Jack, actually looked pretty good in the first half. They moved it pretty well. And Stafford was playing well, getting the ball to Cooper Cup. He thought, okay, but they couldn't run the rock at all. Second half, they were horrific, did nothing as the eighth straight regular season win for the Niners over the Rams. Jimmy Grapple is 8-0 in the regular season against the Rams. They own them. It's actually wild when you think about it that the Rams were able to beat them in the NFC Championship game last year.
1: The New York Giants dropped to 6-2 with a 27-13 loss to the Seattle Seahawks.
0: Right, the Giants... This was not their best game. They didn't look very good in any aspect of the game. Richie James fumbling twice. You can't win that way. I mean, look, if he didn't fumble it twice, it would have at least given the Giants another chance to win one of those one-score games late. But he can't do that. Geno Smith had another very solid game. His numbers look good. It wouldn't even look better if the one touchdown pass didn't bounce right off. Tyler Lockett's face, right off his face mask. Unbelievable. Um, But then they just ran the same play, and he scored. Kenneth Walker's a stud. How about the Seahawks, 5-3? and And you know what? I think they're actually pretty legit. They did a pretty good job against Saquon defensively. You know, Daniel Jones and the offense didn't do much. The one time they scored was because of a Dory Jackson's forced fumble. That, That was about it. So uh, the young defense, Jordan Brooks, who they took, a lot of people didn't like it. They said he's the next Bobby Wagner. I'm not saying he's the next Bobby Wagner, but he's pretty darn good.
1: Green Bay lose their fourth straight while Buffalo improves to 6-1 and one with a 27-17 victory.
0: Probably about what I thought it would be, Jack. It could have been worse. Thankfully, there were a lot of Bills fans there crushing the bat blue light because football season – means it's Labatt Blue Light season. There is no better way to watch your team on game day than to get a 30-pack of Labatt Blue Light. I actually have four 30-packs and crush Labatt Blue Light cold. I don't know what the it's – because it's from Canada, I'm telling you it's colder. Probably there's no logic to that. Maybe it's psychological, but that's my story. I'm sticking with it. Stock up and be the MVP of your tailgate and share a Labatt on game day with your crew. Great tailgating beer. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Josh Allen is amazing. You know, it wasn't like a incredible game by him. He had a good game thrown to Stefan Diggs. He had a solid game. He just cracks me up, man. I mean, Josh Allen plays at times, Like he's still in high school. The way he runs the rock. The way he gets feisty. I can see why the team loves him. He's just an awesome, awesome football player. For the Packers, I mean, they went like, what, three quarters, it felt like, without doing anything. They scored early. And then they scored late to Samari Torre. But that was it. Too little. Too late. Lose by 10. They're not a good team. We'll see what excuse Aaron Rodgers has this week or what he says this week, but they're not good. And quite frankly, doesn't feel like they're gonna be good. Awesome job by Stefan Diggs and the Bills, as I mentioned. Shout outs are in order, of course. com, humanheadnyc.com, dot go bangles.com, evergreen economics, vision comics with an X, com. The greatest gift you can ever give someone a story all about them from MyFrontPageStory.com. College draft tomorrow. Power rankings Tuesday tomorrow. And even money tomorrow. I think we're done here. Good job, Jack. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast.